This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Welcome to Unsavory Antics, Season 2, Episode 8. This is Judicris. That's the name Virgil decided on last week. He said it sounds like Ludicrous. So it's Judicris for Judy and Crystal since I can't pick a name. But we have a special guest today. Hey, Virg is not here. Introduce yourself. Oh, I thought you was going to do it. My bad. Um, I said introduce yourself. <laughs> no, nah, I was waiting on you. <laughs> Uh, the East Sider, you know what I'm saying? I feel right. Um, the East Sider. <laughs> I'm an East Sider too. Oh, oh yeah, you are. You are. I'm an East Sider too. Two on one. I'm giving. I'm giving you too much soft feel energy or something. Yeah. People used to ask to see my ID back in the day when I would say I was from the East Side. They didn't believe me. Yeah. They be like, "No, nah, you got to be you from Oak Park or West Bloom or something." Like. Yeah. Yeah, you get, you get that off. It's the skin. It's the skin tone. Oh wow! It is. But no, because I feel like I see like some light skin chicks. I see them and I'm like, you for sure from the east side. Like they give me, they give me grass shit. How? I don't know. It just be something about them. Like they give me, you know, they give me Seven Mile and State Fair or not uh, State Fair, but a uh, Shaner. It's the shoes and the, it's the shoes. The shoes, jeans, or shoes, pants combo that give me the east side. And you don't give me that. You give me, you know, suburbs. <laughs> well, I'll take it. Um, yeah, so this is Mr. Neighborhood Grocery himself. Mr. Make the Hood Wealthy again. Mr. Make the Hood Great again. Mr. All for the city and all for the people. Trying to be. Welcome to the show. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a minute. I was trying to get this hooked up. It's been a long time coming, yeah, like six months coming, trying yeah. to figure this shit out. But I'm so happy you're here. It's gonna be so exciting. Yeah, I almost didn't make it today, man. <laughs> showering at the gym, yeah. that public, <laughs> that public shower. Mm-hmm. I just, I couldn't get with it. I've tried. I've been to. I, I was at like Lifetime. You know, Lifetime is like supposed to be all no. No, yeah, I see one strand of hair, and I am going to throw up. It got to be, gotta be some type of like etiquette on, you know, how to how to make this successful. Because, you know, if you a person like me that sweat a lot, I don't want to ride in my sweat. Got to make car, this successful. <laughs> but it got to be a better way because that wasn't cool. That wasn't comfortable at all. I had to shower in public. And, in public. <laughs> you know, it ain't right. It wasn't right, but. Whatever we here, you know we alive. I went to the gym first time this year. Okay, first time in several months, so I'm feeling good. Did it was, feel good? What'd you yeah. do? I was on the treadmill the whole time. I was impressed though. You feel me? Were you jogging? I was like a, a almost like a, a a heavy run at the end, <laughs> but I jogged most of the time. A heavy no for how long? I just man, it was about a good hour and some change. You was running the whole time? Nah, of course oh, not. Oh, I'm I like, walk, I walked for what in the relay race? I walked, I walked for a third, and then I picked it up gradually through another third, no, another third and plus, and then the tail end, I hit a little sprint on that thing. So, but I looked I at the time, you. it was like six ten, and I'm like, I had to be here in at seven. I'm like, dang, do I go home? Risk. You ain't have, yeah, you ain't had time for real. You don't know how that traffic could get. No, I knew it was gonna be a wrap, so I had to. I well, had I appreciate to, the sacrifice. See, to be punctual, you. you know what I'm saying? Be punctual. It's much appreciated or whatever. But um, yeah. So what's been going on with you? We'll get into some questions in a little bit, but or I guess it'll all probably tie in. But much. yeah, um, share a little bit. I've been trapping right now. Like I've been. Um, we started commitments for the grocery store Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, extremely overwhelming response. So Ooh, I wish we still had the applause and shit on here. They can get edited in maybe. It's been extremely overwhelming with the commitment letters. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about next week when we actually launch the crowdfunding efforts mm-hmm. um, to open the first smart, grocery store on the east side um so i've been doing all of that stuff i literally if i'm not at the shop 
I'm at the home. I'm at the crib. You know what what shop? Um, 3K Auto Services on the east side off Mac and Chalmers. We on our own corner on Charlevoix, just hanging out, hanging, hanging, hanging. You know, trying to trying to get y'all cars right for this this Michigan uh, four seasons. You know, what I mean? I'm trying <laughs> to figure out how this winter is like. Like, what's about to happen? Because like it's, it's gonna go down. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like it's 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 been a little chill. You know what I'm saying. We had like two. Well, the first snowfall was was in summer, damn near. It seemed like it was way too early. And then it was just one, what, last week? Mm-hmm. And so, like, what's about to happen? I think it's going to go down. I think it's You think it's, in February it's going to go crazy? I think it's going to go crazy in February. I think it's going to go crazy in February. So That's going to make me extremely, extremely mad. But if it ain't the weather, it's the, you know, the the, the, the virus is going around. Everybody's sick. Like, everybody is sick. The flu... It's flu and it's something else they talking about not with a letter C. I don't know what it's I don't know what it's pronounced. <laughs> I'm, I'm like chlamydia. <laughs> uh, the whole like that's been that's been a problem for years. <laughs> yeah, but no, nah, this is this another virus. <laughs> it's a seasonal like it's another like a it's like cold a flu. and flu type yeah, shit. Okay, nah, yeah, it ain't it ain't. It start with a C. Yeah, it ain't the um, it ain't the die slow type stuff. It's the other stuff. <laughs> it ain't the die slow. <laughs> no, it ain't that. It's something else that's. It's, it's, it just had a casualty uh from it. Somebody died. Yeah, I don't know if it was a kid or not, but somebody just um. Let me look this up. Somebody so just know. expired from it. <laughs> Please don't say expired from it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's exactly what they call it too. Yeah, somebody just expired. I'm about to look it up while you Damn. look it up too. Yeah, I don't. It's like it's, it's swine it, flu. I, I want to say canine, but it's not that. It's look, look at these pictures. <laughs> I ain't never seen pictures to, desi- to describe viruses. Cora, coronavirus. <laughs> look at the stomach virus, though. The coronavirus. Coronavirus. Like the beer. Like the beer. C O R O N A virus. All one word. Coronavirus. We just had our first casualty in Michigan. Want to say yesterday or today? Oh, that's some Chinese shit. China is quarantining a city of 11 million to contain the coronavirus. Mm-mm-mm. And you know what I figured out? That, like, you ever be in the airport and you see Asian people walking around in masks? And I always wonder, like, what do you have? But they do that because they don't want to get what nobody else has. And they so used to de- dealing with, like, the poor air quality and shit. Mm-hmm. I used to always think they all had cooties. I mean, they do. We can't handle theirs, and they can't handle ours. Yeah, like Mexican water. I yeah. can't drink that shit. No, you can't. <laughs> you can't. You can't fuck with it. You like, cannot. and I remember I was I was nervous. Like, have you ever seen Sex and Sex and City the movie? Uh, no, I ain't seen the movie. Okay, so there is like a scene where they in Mexico on this vacation, right? And you know they all like talking about how you can't drink the water, or whatever. So the one who was super cautious, like she wouldn't eat the food, nothing. Charlotte, she a little you know ain't know about shit, but she um she wouldn't eat none of the food, nothing. She was eating like yogurt the whole time. So she gets in the shower and she feeling good, and her mouth was open, and some of the water got in her shower, and she shit on herself, mm. like in the movie. So I always think about that shit when I be thinking about us not being able to handle like Mexican water. Yeah, you can't handle that shit. You can barely handle like Florida water and shit. Flor- all Florida water smells funny. Yeah. It's and, a lot of, it, and it's, it's always of, discolored. Yeah, a lot of that southern water is like well water. You can't, yeah. You can't handle none of it, it. And it tastes it tastes like pocket change. Um <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, the spare change. Um, okay. So I got some questions. You ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Because <laughs> I didn't want to be unprepared. This is about to be a funny episode. I didn't want to be unprepared. So let's do it. Okay, so the this is going to be the first smart grocery store on the east side. Right. Correct, Amundo. So, what inspired you to come up with the idea for Neighborhood Grocery? Um, this is going to be like real uh, storybook and school-aged, but like, let's let's do it. Right, let's do it. Um, I don't have an answer. Like, it literally, well, the process um, started 2016. I tried to put together an investment group. Mm-hmm. Um, try because it, it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, it was some <laughs> friends, it didn't work. some friends of, from friends of mine and other peers. You know, a lot of people from social media and all that. You know, mm-hmm. I started DMing everybody and like, you know, let's mm-hmm. let's put together an investment group. Let's pull our money together mm-hmm. and let's start tackling uh, socially impactful enterprises in the hood. You Come know, on, socially um, impactful. Yeah. So I mean, I think we can still make money and, and change shit. So right. Um, the original idea was a juice bar. 
Mm-hmm. It just morphed into a grocery store. Okay. With all of the people's ideas that was in a group. I think at, at its height, I had like 70 people in like the, oh, wow. the little group chats and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was like everybody's idea being tossed at this juice bar. I'm like, it just feel like it's something bigger. How many How many, How many? many stayed around from that 70 person group uh, chat? None. <laughs> <laughs> none. I mean, some, some of them still friends, but. Not like actively involved none, in it. No, okay. yeah, nobody stuck around. Okay. So. That's, that's worse than uh or no that's just like uh niggas planning group vacations and it's like you start off with 15 people and it just be you man so table for one i ended yeah so i ended up i ended up applying for motor city match for something else mm-hmm. um this is like the low tier award mm-hmm. and i ended up getting awarded mm-hmm. so instead of going with that idea i'm like let's take this grocery store that we done kind of cooked up at this time let's take it to motor city match and let's do that plan right. was we were going to infiltrate the program and figure out the who's the what's the why's how we can get the money and kind of replicate that with other businesses and like two weeks into the program we all just disbanded broke up it was just kind of like it wasn't even like an argument or nothing it was just kind of like like, nah nah i'm good you know it was like okay so i still had the idea but it all just centered around trying to change the community and using economics Mm -hmm. as the first tool for that right and i feel like we can tackle Social issues outside of economics like education, politics, right. media, health, mm-hmm. all of those things through money. So um, it just kind of started from there and then morphed into a grocery store. But it, it really started as a juice bar. As a juice bar. Yeah. I just I love the idea of like a nigga walking up the street and getting some fresh juice. But it's just. It, it ain't hood enough, I think. Yeah, like. You gonna have to sell like chips. It, you got to do more. Yeah, and that's what it. That's why it started morphing into. Yeah, like more. that's not enough. Yeah, yeah, like that's not that's not offering enough. It's it's not off. It's not offering enough. Eventually, you gonna go to a grocery type of offering yeah. anyway. So exactly. That's that's kind of what it ended up being. Um, it, it started as a juice concept. Mm-hmm. And then everybody's idea, and I was trying to keep everybody's idea in a bag too, mm-hmm. um, because I was fearful of everybody feeling like they ain't getting off. So right. I was like, "All right, we're gonna take your idea, your idea, your idea. Let's mm-hmm. put them all in this bag of juice. Right, it's turned into something else. So right. yeah, and I ended up by myself doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's cool. So the you got the commitments. Crowdfunding starts. Next Friday. The thirty first. Thirty first. Um, so are you excited? Are you nervous? What, what I'm nervous as shit. Is that is that like the emotion that's like running rampant? Is just nervousness and anxiety. Yeah, I like, mean absolutely. Um I'm Capricornian, so I I I'm pessimistic, I guess. You know, so to always, an extent. Yeah, you always think about the worst that could happen first. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking about like what if nobody you know, fulfill yeah. the commitment. What if the weekend is a bust and all of that? It's like mm-hmm. right now, if we continue the trend that we at now, mm-hmm. we'll crack six figures mm-hmm. going into that weekend. So, you and know, that's definitely the goal. That's definitely the move. Like if we if we can't get into that, and it it just to me it don't make sense because we're not showing we really want to do this as a community. Right. But um, yeah, man. I mean, I'm you know. I'm excited, but at the same time, like this deaf ground, like we really, it's it's time to put up and shut up. If right. we us as Detroiters, if we want to see some type of change, this is the type of project that we want to get behind because it just makes sense. You know, we can't continue to, you know, look at things and cry about it. You know, we got to start fighting and we got to start putting together strategies to what we can do. You know, it's a lot of stuff that we can't control. Right. But these, this is a project and aspect that we can control. And me being that in the community, like, this project ain't one on social media. This project is one in the streets, literally. Like, exactly. I've been having to go to community meetings and churches and small neighborhood groups. And really and, put it in front of the people put it in impact. Front, and I'm seeing the response, and it all ain't positive. Right. You know, every you know, you got some groups of people that, you know, they just ain't feeling it for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And in the area that we going into or, you know, trying to penetrate, that's a area that's been promised a lot. Mm-hmm. They've seen a lot. Um, and then you have pure ignorance on top of that, just not knowing how something like this could yeah. truly benefit yeah. you. Yeah, well, what am I getting out of it? I'm not getting, yeah. you know, it, it turns it, it, it turns into a circus at times. I, but I'd have been in the circus, you know what I'm saying, just right. um, on the campaign trail, you know, going in different groups and, 
you know, niggas nigging. You know, I, they really have niggas do be niggalating. Man, it's too much. So, um, yeah, you think about all of that, but I think with the overall response, I think the 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 positive outcome is gonna overcome all of that. But I I will be lying if I would if I was I was I'm nervous as shit. I yeah. really want this to I want this to be a success because, you know, I don't have um you know, rappers supporting me and I don't have a big platform that I can lean on like a breakfast club or none of the stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like I'm an activist literally working with people power. Right. Which is, you know, I love it, but it is, that's it a has challenge. Challenges, yeah, yeah, it has its challenges. So, you know, this will really show the the other guy, the small, the guy who think he's small, you can do this shit. Exactly. I, you know, we all can exactly. do this shit. We don't need those endorsements and we don't need you know or it's just power in a different kind of number yeah you know what i mean i think people now are so stuck on the numbers that everybody else can see and not really realizing that they can tap into their own you know network to grow that following just the same so yeah so you know i I want this to really be a show it's marketing you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying like yeah do we want to raise the money yeah we want to but this is marketing too you know we're gonna be putting people on notice you know you have to make an exception for this type of project because look at what we did in a weekend. Look at what exactly. we did in a week. Look at what we did exactly. in a month on our own. You got the resources you can come through and help. Exactly. Um, but it's, you know, you got to keep motivating. You got to keep motivating the, the, the people that feel like they underneath, you know, you ain't underneath. You just need to work a little bit and, right. you know, plan a little bit and get some people behind you and you can do it. So to piggyback on the motivating part, like I know you've dealt with a lot of like obstacles, a lot of, you know, challenges, probably a lot of doors shutting your face, you know, just just it hasn't been all roses. So what is the single thing that you would say keeps you like motivated to like keep pushing um, amidst all that change? Just you know just like, really wanting that. Yeah, to you want change. to change. And, you know, um, I'm I'm more. I don't want to look at black people and say we haven't dealt with a lot. We have, but mm-hmm. I can't use that as a big excuse no more for a lot of right. what we it's don't like have. It's time to overcome. It's time to overcome a lot of that stuff. So a no to me ain't a no forever. It's mm-hmm. just a no right now. You know, a lot of people, and I was just talking about this earlier, like it, it kind of, it, it, I get hot when I see people just give up. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I know somebody who had a business and, you know, they was on social media, just business, business, business. Mm-hmm. They didn't hit. Now they, and that was it. I'm Chrysler, Chrysler, Chrysler. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, do you, you know, I get it. You, you got to get a job, take care of your family. That's fine. But you just let your dream go. You just mm-hmm. gave the shit away. You know, you can't do that. And no's going to come. You know what I'm saying? Right. I got a lot of them. You know what I mean? And I'm going to keep getting them. You know, I'm, I'm getting them now. So. It's not. It's not give up. It's you know either make them a believer or move on. They they this ain't for them. You know what I'm saying? But people really just they give up too quick. And I need again to show a standard of like this shit ain't easy. Like, right. It's never gonna be easy, especially when you're dreaming big and you're trying to disrupt and mm-hmm. you're trying to stabilize. You're trying to mobilize. You're trying to you know expand. But you're really trying to unite. And that shit gonna be hard. Yeah. So you know. Um, change is what's on the other end of that tunnel and I'm chasing it. I think a big takeaway from what you were just saying is that um, with anything, especially like in anything that requires like this, a big undertaking like what you're doing, is you have to have a commitment to the process which, and understand that that process comes with some L's, it comes with some setbacks, you know what I'm saying? And just being committed to like reaching whatever the goal is by any means necessary. And I mean, like you said, I mean, you, if you have a family that's poor, obviously you have to go back to work if, if it, it's just not bringing in the money, but it, you can't just stop, yeah. you know, pursuing it, especially if it's something that could help, you know, other people right. in the long run or whatever. Yeah. Um. So, yes. Yeah, so, um, let me see what else I got on my list of questions because I wrote some good stuff down. That's what I'm talking about. Um, oh, damn, you already answered that. <laughs> Look at you reading my book. Um, so what <laughs> so what is what is one thing like one thing you want um people to like take away from from your initiative? Like whether it be the store, whether it be the make make the hood wealthy again, what like what's the one thing you want people to take away from you and your movement? Cause you you have a movement going on right now. It's not just the store, you got your books, you got the hats, 
which I really like the hats. You have to make the hood wealthy again hat on right now. So it's like you have they like cute. they cute. Yeah, they cute or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Felt cute might, you know, delete later. But the thing is, um, you know, it's a movement. Like everything I feel like you put out is about empowering the city and empowering black people and trying to show a different way to get to, you know what I'm saying, these these goals and not, you know, just sticking to the status quo. So what's the one thing that you want people to take away from like your message? Like what's your like if you don't get anything else from me, what's one thing you want people to get from you? I think with this question, like we're gonna do the R. Kelly meme, like I'm Use your common sense with the dashiki <laughs> hat, but no real, real shit. Use your eyes. <laughs> Use your common sense. No real. It does not. The one thing that I need people to understand mm-hmm. is this does not start with grocery or end with grocery. Mm-hmm. It, it starts with unity, mm-hmm. and this model has to be replicated. So it don't start with grocery. That's not really what y'all need to be thinking about. Right. We really need to be thinking about. We don't have good credit. Mm-hmm. We can't get a loan if we try to to open up a business, not just a grocery store, but anything. any business. We don't have no money because our parents was broke. Our grandparents was broke. We've mm-hmm. inherited brokenness or debt or poverty or nothing. We have to come together economically to create these type of enterprises. But we got to look past money and economics and look at, yo, we have to unite because if our communities don't come, then he probably looking at the little me. <laughs> I don't know. He over there cracking up. My shoulders just a shrugging. But we have to really come together and create a system mm-hmm. that can be replicated in any neighborhood at any time, no matter the size of the group of people, no matter the terrain. We can really build our own, you know, and, you know. We, I was watching the Kanye, the TMZ shit earlier, and mm-hmm. it's like, I just felt like that's what this nigga was trying to say, what but then he, he fucked it up. What do you, what do you say? When he, you know, when he did the slavery was the choice <laughs> shit, it's like in that whole. Yeah, Kanye have a point, and he'd get, like, he just, he'd get beyond it. You'd be like, ah, oh, fuck. Right, so it's just kind of like he was that. saying, like, you know, we can do us, we can do like, our Like, we're not, we're not making the choice right. to do better. And he, like, he yeah. fucked it up, but I just feel like <laughs> that's kind of what I need. I need everybody to understand that, like, it don't really start with grocery and it definitely don't end with grocery. This is a unifying part. Like I'm tired of being the only person that can pay for the dinner when we go out. Like yeah. we all need to be good. Like I don't want to be around a bunch of broke niggas and yeah, I don't want to, don't want to date no broke chick. I yeah. want to be in a community where we all are solvent and not just financially or physically or tangibly, but you know, mentally as well. Like we mentally wealthy too, and we right. all thinking different and we all moving different. Like this is what this is all about. It ain't about, you know, opening, you know, just opening a grocery store. Yeah, it has this health angle because, you know, I want us all healthier because a healthy temple make creates healthy, that. Make healthy shit cool again. Yeah, making that shit cool and a healthy body creates a healthy mental mm-hmm. and it creates a healthy environment. But that environment has to be nurtured and cultivated too. And we got to think about that instead of just, oh yeah, we opening up a grocery store. Like it don't stop here, my nigga. We got to do more. We got other shit that communities need too. We need pharmacy. We need industry. We need to find an industry and we need to get all in one accord and create that industry. You got Koreans that got, got Korean, you got the ages that got hair and all other stuff. And then everybody else got something but us. Yeah. It's just like when you go to Dearborn, it's like everything in Dearborn is, is not everything, but most of the stuff in Dearborn is Arabs running it. Mm -hmm. Whereas like you go anywhere in a black part of the city or the area, it's Asian people running shit. It's, you know, Arabs running shit. It's everybody but us. Mm -hmm. And that sense of community is completely lost. Yeah. So that's really what this (laughs) is like. You know, I wrote I wrote a book, Make the Hood Great Again, which was literally that. Like, how do we create the community platform so where we can address issues and actually, you know, build shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's one of those type of movements. It's not just, you know, it ain't just a hat. It ain't just a, a book. It's not just a store. Like, this is you. You know what I'm saying? This is something that can be really passed down and something that is going to supposed to sustain forever. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like in and other you take communities. Care of it. If you yeah. take care of it, it's never gonna go nowhere and it's gonna take care of you. So So I feel I feel like our generation is very disconnected from community, like just the whole the whole sense of community. Like I feel like our parents' generation, depending on um 
Well, I'd say for the most part. It's just like having actual neighborhoods, like your neighbors knowing your neighbors and your neighbors knowing you. And you know what I'm saying? Like just having like kind of like having that whole like it takes a village to raise a child kind of mentality about shit. Um, But I feel like that's been lost on our generation. Like I feel like our generation is very selfish and ignorant, not in and, and not and I don't know if it's necessarily our fault but I wonder where that, like, where did that disconnect begin, do you think? Like, to where our, our generation is just not, we just don't think about how shit affects us as a people. We just think about how shit affects us as a person. I mean, we have been spoiled. Put that on the shirt. We've been, we've been spoiled. This <laughs> generation has been, like, millennials and all that. We've mm-hmm. been spoiled as shit. And so just imagine the generation under us, like, our parents made us be the world, yeah. you know, and kind of, I, I want to say, I want to say like our parents' generation was probably the the start of, they walk outside, don't speak to the neighbors, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of get in the car and get in that robotic, you know, routine, you mm-hmm. know, get in the car, go to work, come home, right. only take care of my square footage and don't really care about nobody else's. Yeah. I grew up on, an, I grew up on a block where it was a little different. People did kind of care, but you know, Everybody just had their own issues and you just kind of fall in them issues. Whereas generations prior to us, one, they, it was the law. They had to eat nigga pie. It right. wasn't no choice. So, nigga pie. You know, we were off life. Off life when, uh, when, I didn't, uh, I did not see the movie Life. What? Okay. I did not see um, that. You knew this, JJ. I said, don't. Okay. So, um, I, I got to school you a little bit. Um, <laughs> Damn, that's. I would expect- not cut my mic off. Like that. She has nothing to say. She's never seen this. She movie. don't cut her off. And you from the East Side? No, I'm joking. But um, so it's a part in life where um, Eddie and Martin is. Um, they going. They 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 going. They were in jail, right? They went. Yeah, they they ended <laughs> ended up in jail. Okay. They was on their way down to I forgot what state and city. They mm-hmm. was coming from New York. They mm-hmm. was going to get some moonshine. Mm-hmm. So they stopped in like a white part of town, segregated. Mm-hmm. This is segregated America, and they walk into an all white like diner, mm-hmm. and they wanted some pie. And they looking at you know the white people looking at them like this we white only pie. Yeah. And uh, uh, I think it was Eddie Murphy pulled out a few dollars. He like, you know, how much is it going to take to turn these all white pies and nigga pies? Oh. She pulled, she upped on him like, Shh, like, nigga, get out. You feel me? You ain't getting it. But, <laughs> you know, but. And now she upped on him. Upped on him quick, like, <laughs> over some pie. But, you know, we, back then, you know, segregation was the law. You had to invest in your community. You yeah. Know, whether you wanted to or not, um, you ain't had no choice. And we saw benefits of that now you know looking back like there's benefits in that shit you know what right. i'm saying like but um where it started is it's, it's hard to pinpoint everybody go back to slavery and yeah. i tend to agree slightly because i mm-hmm. think that it does have some you know some systemic effect mm-hmm. but yes yeah, systemic it was 400 years ago so, also too yeah, so yeah like, like going back to that kanye how, shit is exactly. just like the like nigga, nigga, the nigga had some type of point he fucked yeah. it up, but no, it's there was four hundred years ago, and we see it, we just can't avoid it. It's kind of mm-hmm. like we just drowning in a two foot pool. It's just like we know we doing wrong, but we yeah. just choose to keep doing it. I feel like there's there's almost a a layer of insecurity that that black people struggle with, just in and I don't I don't know that it's uh conscious thing as much as I think it's a subconscious thing but I think given like slavery and just like segregation and just like the shit that black people have gone through I wonder if maybe that that has caused a lot of black people to feel like for instance my nephew he said something about um like he was talking about something at school I think it was like football or something sports I don't pay attention so he was talking about something at school and like he he had said something about like the white boy being better and I'm like, well, why the hell do you think that? You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody know white people ain't athletic. So I'm like, what you, you know, why do you think that? And he was like, he was like, he's just, he's better. And I'm like, but is he better? Or do you just, like, what makes you think he's better? And it was like, I just wonder if, like, because of, for one, I think us giving slavery so much power actually works against us because it makes us constantly 
seem like we're trying to be victimized. Like we're we're looking for that. We're always looking for that sympathy and that empathy. Like, oh, we went through slavery. Like Melanie Love said that shit. Like, well, black men cheat because because of slavery. Like, bitch, what is you talking about? Black yeah, men yeah, cheat. Be, like, men cheat. Yeah, it's kind of like cheat. The, you know it, what I'm saying? Ain't it like, like the um, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, black men say the white man kept me down type. Yeah, issues that still like is. it's like the white man had his foot on what his neck or his dick. Like, what do you like? What was he holding back? You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Like, no, y'all can't just use that shit because y'all want to use it. Yeah, and so I think that like holding on to slavery and making it making it like the excuse for everything it gives it more more power than it should have at this point like at this point it should be yeah we had that happen but look how we're thriving now yeah, Not, it gives you oh the, this is gonna keep us down forever yeah, it gives like you the excuse to to do less to, to do way less yeah to and do I, less yeah. and it's and like you know was the people not that far removed from slavery with that same mindset? Exactly. Hell no, they not Exactly. Wasn't, you know what I'm exactly. Like, and y'all another another sixty years behind them. Yeah. Y'all talking about how slavery is like yeah. get the fuck out of yeah. here. People who were you know one, two gener, three gen, four generations removed from slavery, they like I'm not going back to that shit. Exactly. I'm not going back to it and. We we've gotten so far removed. That's why it's hard for me to use it as an excuse because we're so far removed from that four hundred plus years. Yeah. A piece of it is still present as far as our mentality, but yeah. I can't use that as an excuse for me to give up. Mm-hmm. And I can't use it as exactly. an excuse to not hold you accountable for the bullshit. And I think that you know, I, and I, I I've been looking back, like especially been reflecting, especially since the new year has started. Like I seen that I had like a semi polarizing type of type of aura persona mm-hmm. in the city, and I didn't really understand why it was just like I don't really get it. Mm-hmm. But I really think about it like I'm holding a lot of y'all fucking accountable. Yeah, like I'm holding like a you lot pulling of, you pulling niggas cards. Like I'm, okay, let's let's see what you really talking I'm about. I'm holding a lot of people accountable <laughs> for you know social media will really make you look like you something, and then you meet me. Mm-hmm. And me, me and you meet, and mm-hmm. it's kind of like it ain't nothing under the hood with you, dog. Like I'm really doing this shit, and you talking, and I didn't really get it. I didn't understand that shit. Like, man, why people? Because not people really be giving me like some hate. I don't even understand that shit. I'm like, damn, like, the, hate, the, like what? They, like what? They call you like grocery boy or something? No, nah, they don't be fucking with me like that. Oh, I don't understand they be like, it. Oh, okay. They just be on some bullshit. They be on some bullshit. Okay. And I don't get it. Like, I mean, well, what you just said that that's I get that. Grocery it's, boy, it's very I, unoriginal. Everything is my my legacy is like so fractured, and is I was just talking about that um, on Shop Talk. It's kind of like okay, I wrote three books, mm-hmm. but my plan was for all of those books to kind of you know mesh together, and it's like you won't know I wrote the last book once you read the book that you read, and I was like, I wanted all that shit to kind of run together, and mm-hmm. you get it, and it's like. I had other clothing lines before Make the Hood Great Again, and they, they might people might see me with the shirt on or hoodie, and they be like, damn, I know you made that. And mm-hmm. it's like, I thought all this shit was supposed to run together. Yeah. So my shit is fractured, but I, it's like an unnecessary polarizer. I don't get it. Like, I don't get that shit. It's funny. It's funny now, but it was always like weird. Like, yeah. people was just on some bullshit. I think as, as, cre- as a creator, it's easy to give people more credit than they than they do especially when like like how you say like all this supposed to run together so it's like you should like why haven't you put two and two together like all this shit is me um but i've realized you have to tell people every fucking thing like you have to like shove hmm, i don't like saying hmm, like shove stuff down people's throat i don't like saying that expression because it's very it's very (laughs) it's very naughty no very Um, (laughs) sad But like you have to like you have to put things in people's face. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do, baby. But but you can't assume anything. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like you want you, you because you want to approach it in a way that you feel like everything is so cohesive. You don't have to say so much. Mm-hmm. But it's the it's the opposite. Like you got to tell people everything because they yeah. literally like they they hear what they want to hear and see what they want to see and process what they want to process. So it's like, you almost have to be like, hi, it's me on everything you do, which isn't a natural thing if that's, if your goal is not 
that type of notoriety. You know what I'm saying? If you're not trying to be popular, it's hard to always like put your face out there. Like, look at me and look at what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's necessary. Yeah, um, and I think you know, and I'm, it's, it's, I'm happy you said that because this this social media shit didn't make me. You know what I'm saying? But it's period. made a lot of period. other people. Like a lot of people have been made off this shit. So mm-hmm. they, they I got made on social media. Uh, I, uh, I I was. I was popping way before this Cause shit. I, Cause I've, I've always been, um, I've always been like out the way, and so the only way I was ever like accessible was on social media. Would you like a piece of gum? <laughs> I never had any of them before. Would you like one? I'm good. Fine. <laughs> Just good gum. I, I How many did you take? Greedy. But nah, you know it's it's. It's weird. It 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 gets very weird, and I think a lot of my like my social anxiety outside of you know the 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 bullshit I've kind of been through with this Mm -hmm. project. Like I think it 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 elevated just seeing how weird people act and you know how how people have processed just us moving in the city. It's Mm -hmm. like everything has just been processed. It's so one everything is clickish. Mm-hmm. You know, Detroit it's is very, so it's a dick sucking city for sure. Detroit is so dick sucky. Yeah, so, people be dick sucked out for sure. So it's you know you have all of these different clicks for no real reason because it's to me I just feel like everybody be getting nowhere fast. You have right. a few people who you know they elevate to maybe second base, but then they start pushing others back to first base so that they can get the third. And right. it just create it's just real weird and confusing. Not realizing you can have a, a whole winning team at home play. Yeah, but it, it, it's yeah. just, I, I started feeling like I just don't fit with a lot of these folks, which again, that adds to my nervousness to feel like, is this shit really going to, you know, be successful? Because it's like where, yeah, because you're not a part of like a clique or, yeah. or a scene or, you know what I'm saying? Like you're doing your own shit. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I've seen mm-hmm. I done made some social media flubs or mistakes, like thinking I was friends with people, or well, not thinking we was friends, but that y'all had know, some type of rapport. We had some, uh, like I thought it was better than that. Mm-hmm. And then you say some shit, and then you you catch backlash, or you you see how people feel when you ain't around, or right. you might, you know, like me, my my social media be popping a lot, so I. I'm getting notifications and so many, some slip through the cracks and then you see one and you see the comment. You be like, really? From you? Like, damn, straight up. That's that's how you feel. Right, and you see, you. literally, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you see, I see that shit so much like, like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I got you. You know what I'm saying? So that, that stick there too, but um, I don't know where that started. Like, I don't know where the dick sucky shit started. Um, to where we, where are, where we are as a city, you know, as a community, yeah. you know, we got our, I guess, our reference points. You got slavery, mm-hmm. you got maybe, you know, desegregation, or you got all these other stuff. But where Detroit kind of broke into what it is, is I, I have no real idea where to start, and you know. Well, I always see people talking about like, oh, y'all got that from Detroit. You got that from Detroit. Y'all need to take notice of Detroit. Da da da. But one thing. Like and just me having spent time in different cities, we aren't unified mm. like any other city. Like everybody tries to compare Detroit to Atlanta. Y'all can't compare Detroit to Atlanta. Like motherfuckers in Atlanta, like they live and die about that bitch for real. You know what I'm saying? And they're quick to to help the next person get to where they are, as opposed to being like, well, let me get a little higher, then I'll help you to where I just was. Like, no, take motherfuckers with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's always gonna be power in numbers. And I think that's one thing that people hear, like, like I, and I think I said, I don't know if I said this on a show before, but I feel like that hustle mentality that Detroit claims to have, I feel like it holds us back in a lot of ways because everybody seems to have, like, this very skewed understanding of what it means to, like, really work and really put in work and, and have a, a tangible product from what you call yourself hustling for. And I think that kind of, like, holds a lot of people back. And like you said, it's it's... You know, instead of instead of trying to help the next man, it's like, nah, like hold on. Like stay where you at until I get a little further. Like Yeah, but mostly chill mo- out. mostly everybody is capping. So I, I learned that just from, you know, trying to work and collab and build with people. Yeah. You know, the the cash shit that they talk through them tweets and through them posts, it ain't never it's really, all talk. It's yeah. all talk. So yeah. when we get to the table, 
I'm always really seeing like, man, it's, it ain't nothing under the hood with these motherfuckers. Like they really don't have nothing going. They just got a lot of followers, or right. you know, um, they got clout with a bunch of you know, cl- you know, spineless people too. So right. it's just kind of weird. And again, like I, I, I'm, I don't want to say I've been getting money. I don't want to use that like that type of lingo. But I've been doing this. It's shit. not about that. Yeah, like, I've been doing this shit. New. So yeah. I'm really now really trying to build foundation. Like mm-hmm. I've been I've been doing this shit since 2011, right? Since 2012. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So this this none of this shit is new. Like I you're don't not wanna, new to this. You're true to this. Yeah. Like I've been doing this shit going back to the you know. He was just full-time entrepreneur. Now you full-time Chrysler. You know, like, yeah, y'all give up too quick. Like, I've been doing this shit since easily. And that's, that's another thing that kind of get to me, too, where it's like, I feel like when, when I was really just about money, you one, you couldn't fuck with me. Mm-hmm. And two, I had a different level of, like, rapport and respect with people. Once I started trying to do good shit in the community, that's when I started getting tested and tried. And right. somehow... They feel like you soft. But somehow <laughs> you better than me. Some, You know, it's like, oh, if, yeah. we, if we really want to keep it a buck, if we went to, like, just for-profit shit versus for-profit shit, mm-hmm. you are not fucking with me. Right. Like, let's just keep it. You are not. You right. will not, if you keep your role, like, my nigga, like, we bought a whole corner. Mm-hmm. You 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 still renting, you know what I'm saying? Or you yeah, you you probably banging online or doing, you know, your other little shit, but I done did this about three, four times. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like Like what are you, what are you really like what are you doing with all of this yeah, like, all of this money you're making and what like are you trying to affect change? Yeah. And I think the the goal of a legacy, I think, is something that we all should have just because um there's like, and I can't think of the scripture, but there's something in the Bible that talks about how important it is to leave good things for the people that come after you and how selfish it is to leave. Like, for instance, like if you're if you're a pack rat, it's like selfish as hell for you to leave your house like that. And then you die and the people that are left have to, you know what I'm saying, go through your shit, basically. So it's just something about like leaving something, leaving good for the next people. And I think like the legacy thing, I think it gets lost because people don't realize that it's not it's not about it doesn't have to be about your name being in lights nowhere or, you know, your name being in history. But like it it doesn't have to be about that. But it has to be about you making sure that you did everything you could while you were here to make the world or even make your family's lives that much better once you're gone. And I think that's something that like the generational wealth, you know, that whole concept and. I feel like that gets lost. I feel like that 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 being the goal of it gets lost. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, the people that I, I always see really like always posting some shit about generational wealth, they're just trying to make a bunch of money now. Like you never really see them talking about how they're trying to prepare the next generation. Mm-hmm. Like you're just trying to make a bunch of money and now you're saying that's generational wealth. Like, but are you doing things that that's going to make sure these assets are around for your kids or for their kids or what have you? Yeah, and people not, you know, people not really walking that walk or even crawling in the process. It's just like, you know, again, I've been doing this shit since 2011, 2012, full time at a high level. You know, that's a long time. That's right. almost 10 years. I'm only 31. Right. That's been, I've been doing this shit for a long time. So mm-hmm. I'm in a giving, I'm naturally in a giving mode. Like when we have a conversation, even if it's a mutual partnership, I'm always going to say, all right, what can I contribute just off rip off instead yeah. of what am what I can I do get out of it? yeah what, what, can what I am do? I getting I, I always start thinking about all right who can I what resource can I vet you know I know a lot of fucking people mm-hmm. and a lot of times I can't even utilize that plug so right. I'm always passing that bitch back I'm I've, I was taught just from OGs that kind of trained me you pass that shit back and push up. Yeah. We push down and move forward. Like, we ain't, we ain't trying to pass that shit back. And it's like, it don't work that way. It's like, the bag is cheaper when there's a bunch of people involved. The more money you make, the more money you can spread to do other shit. And the more money is to be made when you have a team of people. That's how I was always raised in school. But everybody just want to do everything themselves. And it creates just a routine it just creates a standard of like you can't really trust people and all that. And I done got burnt, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't get it twisted. Like 
I done got burned, try to finesse. We we was talking about some shit. We uh on our last <laughs> our, our last uh little date or whatever, like what type of time? Like it's like what type of time do niggas be on? They be on some bullshit. So but my whole thing is like I just I'm glad that we in this space now because I'm 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 more comfortable with with talking that type of shit because yeah. I'm like I'm tired of people trying that. You yeah. Know what I'm Especially I'm on with this project. I'm on Dev Ground with it. Like either it's gonna work or it's not. But you not fucking with me. So yeah. stop trying to beef. Let's eat. You know what I'm saying? Right. Let's beef. Let's let's build something instead of you trying to win a race with me because exactly. you're not gonna win that race. <laughs> like I'm really I'm really if we keep it a buck, I'm really killing this shit. Right. Like right. I'm really killing this shit and. You just you doing that for your little like you you doing it for your clowns in the circus right. and it's like that ain't that ain't doing it. Like I mentioned, um, like the power in numbers. I really I hope that with this neighborhood grocery um initiative and its inception, I'm hoping that people like I, I want people to instead look at okay, how can I be affiliated as opposed to how can I compete? Because if you look at perfect example is like the apparel, the apparel district in China, it's a thousand fucking factories in China and they all eaten. You know what I'm saying? And, and these and all these factories are in the same, you know what I'm saying? They're in the same place, everybody eating. And I think once people can realize how that's how you build a hub, that's how you build. That's how you make something like an industry in your city. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think. Like, for instance, for all the T-shirt lines that Detroit has, okay? All right, know what you about to say. Because, God damn it, there's a ton of them. But just even if you even if you look at how many T-shirt lines we are, if everybody considered themselves a piece of the Detroit apparel industry as opposed to me being my own brand and not wanting to fuck with anybody else, like, do you realize, you know what I'm saying, how much power there is in that? I tried to do that as well. I tried it's to It's like people it's I just I just want people to to look around because I think social media and, and us always being on our phones, I feel like not only does it have us physically always looking down, but like mentally we're always looking down. We're always looking at what's going on with us and like we not looking around. Like no nope, the situational awareness is is beyond like paying attention to that car that just passed you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's yeah. what's going on in your circle, what's going on in the other circles around you. You know what I'm saying? And just really Figuring out how you can be a part of something as opposed to like trying to compete with something. I try because you do, don't compete where you don't compare. I tried to do the exact same. What you just described with apparel, I tried to, I tried to, I tried to, to consolidate that too. This was so I, I started a, a t shirt line, a shirt line called Hustle Mania, mm-hmm. twenty fourteen, and I sold that company again. You're not fucking with me because you ain't never. St- started scaled and sell. Come on, mergers you and ain't acquisitions. Ever, you ain't never yeah. did that. I did that in twenty fifteen, still living off that residual type that impact. Mm-hmm. But when I did that, I I looked at first of all, it just blew it blew my mind that I had a clothing line and my friends had one too. It was just like, why why do you have a clothing line? I have one too. Mm-hmm. We should, you know, consolidate. So went to my again, went to my friends and I say we should build a store. Mm-hmm. You take your brand and look at it less of a, a individual brand and just look at it as a design. Right. I'm bossing myself down in the same way I'm asking you to. Like, that's kind of, that's some ballsy shit to ask somebody. Like, yeah. don't look at your shit as a brand. Look at it as just a design. Right. We create a whole new brand. Mm-hmm. Everybody's shirt had the same tags in it, same whatever. We need to focus on shipping packaging i'm mm-hmm. like that's where amazon details finna start. and shit yeah that's where they finna start logistics. killing the logistics part we need to focus logistics. on logistics not the design we need to because what happens is you have a call as design and the presentation is fucked up once you make that purchase like you know I, one thing about me personally i don't send my hats out in the priority box you see everybody else in their shit right the priority box and i'm like no it need this the the presentation really need to match the the effort that you want people to bestow on your shit when they wear it. I got a t-shirt and it was butt ass naked in the envelope. Like it wasn't even wrapped in shit. Yeah. So <laughs> I was I'm like, not, what the fuck? <laughs> I can't do you that. Put you put no tissue saying? paper on me? Come on. Yeah, I can't really. So I'm like, we need to focus on the presentation and that's where you're going to make your money. Mm-hmm. Like if you asking for $50 a shirt, 
a shirt that probably and niggas want fifty dollars a shirt. Yeah, so if you want fifty dollars a shirt, eighty dollars a hoodie, hundred dollars a hoodie, you know whatever. Let's focus on the presentation. That's where we gonna make and our quality. And Instead the quality. Of, but that, but that's why I say that hustle mentality can work work against you because if you so focused on how quick you can make that buck back mm-hmm. instead of trying to make a product that will continuously make you money, you know what I'm saying, and get you some longevity instead of being so, you know, everybody's so impatient. They want that quick-ass money. So, um, but yeah, that packaging shit is big. And you know what? Like, don't don't sell me no T-shirt, right, for, for 50. You know what I'm saying? I throw the bitch in the washer. I throw it in the dryer because for $50, I should be able to mop with this bitch and wear it again. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Don't 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 sell me a fifty dollars shirt and then I dry the bitch and I look like Winnie the Pooh in a shirt that was you right. know plenty long you know right. when I bought it I'm mm-hmm. walking around with my ass out and I'm right. supposed to have a t shirt on you know what I'm saying like looking yeah. crazy yeah. you know so but, uh, yeah but I get what you're saying like quality and but and I I think this is the the saddest part about all of that is the fact that even now I couldn't imagine I couldn't imagine approaching somebody and them even be partially receptive to that idea or even partially receptive to some type of like not even necessarily like us combining our brands as much as it's like it's a partnership if i sell this and you sell that and this is something that both of our client or customer bases can use then why are we not why are we not focused on building some type of network so that was my whole point when i was doing it i'm like what so it felt the idea fell apart when people start asking like well you know, I sell this many units of my brand. It went back to my yeah. brand versus how many do yours sell? Right. And or how like, many can we? How many do you think we can sell? Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, you can't look at how many your design sold versus mine. We all split the risk. Exactly. We all split the reward. Yeah. So you're not buying your inventory over here. I'm buying over here. No, we all buying it together. Right. We buy it all together. Everything is equal. Yeah. I. You may your design might outsell mine, but it's still ours. It's yeah. still our shit. But it turned into, well, I I don't want to be outselling, and then I'm getting this little. I'm, I I could be getting this, and it's like my nigga, you ain't selling that many shirts anyway. So <laughs> let's just you feel me, Seriously. like <laughs> man, you ain't selling. Calm down, right? Okay. Calm down. You ain't really selling <laughs> like that. You're not banging like that shit. I mean, I'm keeping it, but I wasn't really selling that many shirts when I sold this shit. That was a finesse move, but. <laughs> Like I wasn't, I I had a real peak summer, but by the time fall came, I was shit super duper declining. So right. I got lucky and sold my brand. But at the end of the day, it's like the power is in numbers, and it'll be much cheaper. Mm-hmm. Like if you spending five hundred dollars to get whatever, you put your five hundred with my five hundred. Now we got more. And he put his 500 and we got more. Now we have a system and, you know, we put our aces in our places. You got a marketer. You got a person that's more, you know. Aces in your places. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I forgot down. where I got that from. An old person told me. But you, you, everybody is in position to do something different and you ain't doing 50 jobs at once. You're doing your one. Whatever. But at the end of the day, it just, it that the, uni- the unifying um aspects has just been very difficult. Yeah. Um and in Detroit because everybody's selfish. Well I really, really, really hope that with um with neighborhood grocery and just with I I just really hope that the energy shifts in the city because Detroit has a lot of fucking talent. I'm talking from music to fashion to, you know, the beauty industry. Just Detroit is a very, very talented city. And we're we are a, a people that are quick to master anything that is put in front of us. But we're not we're not taking full advantage of it. So I really hope that everybody is taking the neighborhood grocery initiative for more than what it is and realizing the community aspect of it, realizing how beneficial it can be for the city and, you know, pull up for the crowdfunding, you know, yeah, let pull, up, mean, pull up and put, put your money where your mouth is. Let's do this. The, the, the initial, the minimum buy oh, yeah, is only details. 50 bucks. So it's kind of, you know, um, so I'm going to give de- details on the commitment process and going into the actual crowdfunding process. Um, the subscription agreement. So we we need to back up a little bit. Um, I am doing this in accordance to what's called the Michigan Mile Act, um, which means a lot of paperwork and a lot of things have to be in place for the state. So um, every subscription agreement has to be read. It has to be approved. It has to be processed in a way for you to move forward. So it won't be a website where you can 
click and pay. You know, I have to personally read everything. The legal team I'm working with has to personally read everything, make sure everything is filed properly or, pro- you know, you know, written down properly so we can file it properly. So um, the, all that stuff will be done by Friday with the initial commitments. You will be getting a response email uh, for those who have sent commitments to let you know how you can proceed with paying. I'll invoice everybody. But basically, that's what I'll be doing. I'll be invoicing everybody with the amount based that on was, their based on their commitment, okay. and going into the future. Once we start doing the actual crowdfund, you will be literally um, invoiced, or you can mail um, your checks and money orders uh, to the Church of Messiah on the East Side, of Detroit. So um, that's the rundown of the process. The minimum buy-in is fifty bucks. Where's the? Where can they most easily get the information on? Uh, all of the social media pages of Neighborhood Grocery has our Linktree account. All of our filings, um, business plan, offering memorandum, all the stuff that has went to the state um, is on that website, with the exception of a few things that I need a non-disclosure agreement for. Um, but most of that stuff is online. You can read through all of it. I've been building a fact sheet mm-hmm. um, from all of the questions that I get in DMs and inboxes, of the, you know, just to make it easier for people. Um, to get an understanding of what the process will be. Mm-hmm. Um, this The plan by next week is to have this shit moving lightning fast because, th- again, this has been so overwhelming. Like, I did not expect this many um, commitment letters. So just imagine once the actual subscription agreement start coming in after the commitment period, like it's only going to get real. So um, by, by, by next week, the legal team should be able to we, I should have people locked in and accept those quickly. We can read them, process them, see your invoices so that we can move on and get that bread. But um, we are one week, about to be a little bit over a week away, man. It's about to be about to be history made, I think. so. I think so, too. I think it's going to be historical. And, again, we need to shift that, 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 that thinking, man. We really need to work together. Like, we always talk about it, and then once we get – in, a, in a, a close proximity to do it, we always seem to fuck it up. But, you know, that's what this project is aiming to do is to really break that chain of us just working separately. Like, no, we 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 not separate but equal. Uh, we only strong together and we can only grow together. So I like um, that. That's like my that effort. Shit. You know what I'm saying? That's my effort. And that's just my last effort <laughs> for the, for everybody. Like after that, I'm, I'm doing me, you know what I'm saying? Let's, that's, but let's make this <laughs> happen, bro. Like let's, let's do what needs to be done because ain't nobody else going to do it. You know, we talk about health being what it is in the city. Walmart ain't going on Joy Road. Whole Foods ain't going on. No, and we know, are making health cool again. We making health cool again. Like, you know, me going to the gym, and, you know, I've been eating right for, for a few months. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I really changed my diet, um, but I hadn't worked out. But I am I am chasing that, and I want to be an example of that. That's another reason. Again, that's why, you know, we not really on the same accord because we're not doing what we really preach. Like, you know, we, we talk about doing one thing, but we doing something else. Like, right. I've really been taking this health shit serious because – I mean, it's not cool to to make a bunch of bread and die when you're 40. You get one body. Period. I don't care what what type of adjustments you make to it. You only get one. You only get one body. And you, so you, you know better take care of the one that you got. Yeah. Or it's going gonna, it's gonna to definitely tell the story that you don't get to tell. Yeah. So, it's, you know, I'm taking this shit serious because I want. Yeah, we yeah, that's yeah, that's <laughs> a good quote. So, um, I, but I do. I we We need to be taking care of ourselves a whole lot. Better than what we have been doing. We're too young to be so sick. Like I, I failed for most of my most of my life. Most of my adult life was just running myself in the ground, eating trash, and you know now I'm diabetic. So it's time to make them changes, man. I want to be around for my my little irritating daughter. Don't do uh, her. You know what I'm saying? She's she's a she's a boss, man. Okay? She's so irritating. Show her some respect. She be getting on my nerves. Some but I want to be here. For her, I want to. I want to be here as long as you, as long as you're supposed to be here. I want to be here as long as I'm supposed to be here. And you know, I seen some on Twitter today where it's like, you know, it's one thing to make it to 85, and it's another thing to make it to 85 and you in the doctor every two days yeah. because you just didn't take care of yourself. Like I want to, I want to be old. You can make it to 85, or you can live to be 85. That's what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. I want to, you know, we all deserve that right. That's our right. You know, everybody don't, you know have to necessarily be rich. Everybody don't necessarily have to 
um, you know, be a basketball player or something right. like that. But we all have this birthright to take care of our body mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, manifest physically what, you know, we read spiritually and all that stuff. We have to manifest that physically. We got to take care of ourselves. So um, that's what I'm on, man. I'm on some woke shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm just on some some, some Detroit woke yogi shit. Detroit woke yogi shit. Okay. Yeah, I'm that with, I'm, that's what I'm on. So drop all of your social media handles for the people. Pharaoh uh, underscore Rafa. That's F-A-I-R-O underscore R-A-F-A. That's Instagram, Twitter. Um, I'm on LinkedIn too. Another very underrated social network. It's my first and last name on there. Um, neighborhood grocery has Instagram too. That's at neighborhood grocery and at neighborhood grocery on Facebook. So hit us up on there and hit me up. Um, I'm accessible and all that good shit. So yeah, you can ask how many questions you have. Um, so I'll put all of the social media handles in the description. So if people are struggling to understand basic English, they can get them there. Um, yeah. So you can follow me. At I am Crystal White on Instagram, let's say, and Crystal X White on Twitter. On the Twitter. On the Twitter. Um, I say Reantics Pod on Instagram. Oh, I'll do better with those. Hmm. Okay. Well, we thank you so, so, so much for coming. It's been a long time coming. I look forward to having you back on. Once this is all up and running and everything is going amazing, like I know it will. And yeah. So you have anything else you want to leave for the people? Uh, no, a little I gem, think, a little morsel, you know? No, I you... think we touched all the bases today. Um, I got to talk a little more of my shit today, so this is cool. Oh, you know, good. it's the gym. I, you know, I got, I'm got i refreshed when I got water in me. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I'm hydrated. I'm hydrated, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> out so, here. Okay. Yeah. Well, we thank you again for coming on. Um... And Hey Verge, we'll be back uh, next week for you guys. So keep your liquor strong, keep your laughter long, and keep your antics unsavory. Have a good week.